Welcome back to the Sunday service. It's the fucking only comedy podcast in Newcastle, baby. Mm-hmm. And I'm here with my dog, Taylor Coftry. Mate, what, what a fucking week cut. Dude, what a week. Big week for the boys. And yep. you know what, dude? I'm fucking thirsty. I'm excited. And before we tell everyone about our week. Yeah, come on. Let's just get into this. Ooh. And it's only right that we celebrate a historic weekend in Brisbane with fucking Queensland's finest Forex Bitter. Now, if you're in New South Wales, you probably will have a really hard time to find this unless you live in Coffs Harbour, which I was in during the week. Cheers to you, sir. Cheers. Ah, uh, fucking let's, let's go, dude. Mm. Oh, baby. Uh, dude, I tell you what that tastes like. What tastes like a grand final birth, dude? Mate, it tastes like Duble grand finals. It's it tastes like not one thick dick, but maybe two thick dicks of the north. A possible Just, double penetration. Oh, dude, a double penetration. A fucking DP, dude. There might be fucking double DPs. There might be a Queensland DP coming. Oh, we deserve dude, it. If. If we get a if we get a Queensland DP, if we get a Queensland DP, dude, I will fuck. I might have to take the week off work, dude. Yeah, you might have to, cause fuck, that's so sick. And it should be like annual leave shouldn't be taken. It should just be full pay to go on a bender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because you know how you've got like sick leave and then you've got like maternal leave. Yeah. You know, annual leave. You've got domestic violence leave. Yeah. You should have thick dick of the north leave. <laughs> dude, you should have absolutely thick dick of the north leave. Um, dude, I have. I had a friend who had, uh, after watching um, the Michael Jordan documentary, he, yeah. he introduced to his team... Uh, what he called um, Dennis Rodman leave, DR leave. Yeah. So if you get sick of work and you're like, dude, I just need 48 hours to go on a rampage. Yeah. Just give me like a week's notice and we can arrange some Dennis Rodman leave. Yeah, that's actually, that's a brilliant idea. Because fucking, your boy's needed a couple of those. Your boy has needed a couple of those, dude, where I should have been able to just walk in and go to my boss and be like, listen, I need to fly to Vegas. Um, and you guys need to come find me. I'm just going to fly to somewhere around the world. I'm going to party very, very hard. I'm not coming back until you find me and convince me to come back and win the fucking 96 fucking championship. Dude, Other than that, I'm not fucking coming back, dude. dude. I'm not coming back. Imagine all the loose units that you've worked with over your, like, over your time yeah. of employment. I've worked with some fucking absolute degenerates. 
And that would be that would be so fun that it's just like one of you has gone out, gone bendering, mm-hmm. and then it's up to a team of three guys to just go and wrangle that person and yeah. bring them back. To piece together like where you might be from like the limited amount you know about your coworkers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like all of the stuff that they only feel comfortable enough to like fucking actually like talk about. Oh yeah. That's the only information that you have in order to try and like find wherever the fuck Jono is from accounts. Yeah. Where the fuck's Jono from accounts? Where is Jono from accounts? And he's only ever told you that he has a few quiet beers, but we know what a few quiet beers are. Yeah. Uh, the only interest I know about him is that he, he four-wheel drives. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so that's that's all I've ever heard the cunt talk about. Dude. That's where he might be, dude. He, check all the tracks. And you get real saucy with him on the Christmas party, and then he'll mm-hmm. just be like, dude, we need to get a bag. And you're like, oh, okay. Jono's oh. a bit, he, he's a bit, how are you going? So uh, international manhunt to find your co-worker. Uh, dude, that may be needed for me next week. Yeah, next definitely. weekend, dude. If if we go two from two, good luck finding me, dude. This could be the last episode of the podcast, regardless of how the results go next week. You Genuinely might never end. see me ever again. <laughs> Genuinely end on the highest note. Dude. Oh, dude. If fuck, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I do want to talk about the week that I have had. Yeah, tell me about been it. Been away for a week, and I had to go to Tamworth. Which is, I think, hey. I think it's like a four-hour drive from here, or three and a half from here. Yeah. So Sunday night, went and watched Muggleton and Hamilton do their thing. Mm-hmm. Fuck, dude, Andrew Hamilton, like, because I saw him prior to the International Melbourne Comedy Festival when he was putting the show together. Yeah. Bruh, he just had like his twenty minutes of what he did was just like no fat. He yeah. just fucking smashed it. So like, I hugged him afterwards. I was like, that was fucking sick. Yeah, dude. Like, it was so good to watch. I was on a showcase with him just a couple of weeks ago, and he fucking crushed. Bro. Yeah, dude. Crushed. And uh, so did Dan. Dan fucking had a great set. I was just up the back howling. Um, so, obviously, we'd had a few beers that night. Of course. And then that led into a few more beers at the club, which is standard. Which ultimately leads to getting a kebab downstairs from one of the great locations in Newcastle, Newy Kebabs. Shout out, Newy Kebabs. Shout out, boys. And so I got the Holy Trinity, the barbecue, the garlic, and the chili sauce. Dude, woke up. Is that what you get? Yeah. Mixed meat with the lot, and then the Holy Trinity of the sauces, dude. Really? And I tell you you how well-trained they are, and like how in tune with Australian culture they are. If you ask them for the Holy Trinity... When it comes to sauce, they'll be like, sweet. And they just know exactly what to do. Dude, I've never gotten more than one sauce on a kebab. Bro, I'm telling you right now, if you're not if you're not about the Holy Trinity, you need to get around it. Ne- nah, never, bro. I've only ever garlic. I will buy you a kebab next showcase we do, and I'll I'll let you get the Holy Trinity. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm fucking, I'm excited to try it, dude. I'm a growing boy, dude. I need to fucking try new things. <laughs> so what happens after, after maybe... 14 beers on a on a fucking Sunday, followed by a kebab. You wake up the next morning, emergency stations, go to the bathroom, have a coffee, get on the road. I get to maybe half an hour outside Singleton. Then the coffee and the revenge of the kebab has come back for round two. That's what I was going to ask you about, dude, because I just have garlic sauce on it and my farts and or shits oh, dude. are fucking dude. rank dude, cunt. I was... Genuinely ashamed of who I was when I was. 
Like I farted so bad that I was like, oh, dude, you know what? You need to fucking, you need to look after yourself better. <laughs> Did you ever fucking give yourself a heart to heart in the rear view mirror oh, when dude. you cop your own car fart? Oh, dude. And you go, fuck, cunt, you better sort it out, dude, because this is not on. You know it's bad when you roll down two windows. <laughs> <laughs> when the back windows get rolled down. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you roll down the windows and then you roll them back up and then you're like, no, it's still here. It's pungent. It's not going yeah, anywhere. It's, it's following you. So I, I'm like, I have to be in Tamworth by a certain time and I had not planned to stop between Newcastle and Tamworth. No. Then this happens and I'm just sitting there. I was like, oh, dude, I'm getting stomach cramps and it's like fucking Bruce Buffer was in my guts. He's like, it's time. <laughs> and it is just... Dude, I keep getting these cramps and it's like, I now know maybe what childbirth is like. I was like, this is... Definitely. I'm having contractions. Yeah. And then that would come on like every five minutes and I like... I'm being a fucking bitch to my husband. <laughs> Dude, I was readjusting my fucking GPS like, bro, just get me to the nearest... <laughs> Just get me to the nearest bathroom near me. Oh, dude! <laughs> so I'm going. I'm I'm driving down the highway, and then I see one of those turn offs. That's like, hey, there's a toilet up here in 500 meters. Yep. And I was like, thank fuck. I turn down this dirt road, and drive 15 minutes down this dirt road, looking for a bathroom that's not there. Oh my god! So then I'm panicking even more. The contraptions are becoming more regular. Yep. I. Do a U-bolt, speed back down, get back onto the main road. And I'm trying to get into Singleton. I find a public toilet. But as I'm driving in, I find a KFC. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So Good I spot. park. Dude, half the car's like just hanging out. I've still got two more meters that I could have moved forward. And I just beeline straight to the KFC. Mm. Go in, open the toilet door. There is like piss all over the seat and there's like a massive floater just sitting in there already <laughs> <laughs> so i was like damn you singleton i flush i flush the toilet the toilet paper goes down the boris tries to follow it gets clogged and then pushes it back up and the water just keeps rising and i'm like this ain't it dude i'm out so i run out and then i find a parent change room mm -hmm. where you can you know have like disability access toilet and change a baby if need be and I was like, this just has to be it. Stroll in there, lock the toilet. As I approach the toilet bowl, dude, the toilet seat's fine, but literally right where the bowl starts, someone has violently shat. And yeah. it's just shit stains everywhere. And I just had to turn the blind eye and be like, I don't have time. You don't. To do this. <laughs> so I, I do my business. As I'm doing it, I hear someone walk to the bathroom next door to me. Yep. See the exact same scenario of toilet paper floating Boris thinking, fuck. I hear the toilet flush immediately. Thing rises. I hear this guy go, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Dude, he has the exact same thought process as me and then goes to walk into my yeah. toilet and he's like rattling the door and I'm like, hey, it's fucking occupied. God. <laughs> he's like, fuck, fuck, how long are you going to be? And I'm like, I don't know, dude. I ate a kebab last night with chili sauce. Like I could be here for another 20 minutes. I, I might know. live here now. I don't want to stop. All the while, there's probably 15 teenagers just chilling, getting like KFC popcorn chicken go buckets out oh, the front. Bro. So fucking funny for them. So I'm like, they fully know what's going on. And so I finish up 
and I'm anticipating this guy still being outside. Mm. And then I turn back and look at the bowl and I'm like, bro, he's going to come in and think that I violently shat everywhere and not cleaned it up. So I grabbed like some paper towel and then grabbed the toilet scrubber brush and gave it a quick clean, dude. Did you? Yeah, dude. I was embarrassed. I was like, fuck, I can't, I can't walk out of this bathroom. Fuck, bro. You're a better man than me, dude. I have left some toilets in absolute fucking state. Hey, let me say this. If the coast was clear, I would have left it. Just, I would have pretended like that wasn't even me. Bro, you could have just gone out there and been like, hey, sorry, mate. Only some of that's me. <laughs> I'm only partially responsible. I'm guilty by association yeah. at the moment, but it's I don't want to. I don't know what percentage of that is me, but I'm just going to say not all of it is me. I stumbled across a crime scene, dude. Anywhere from twenty to eighty percent of percent of that is me, dude. Other than that, look, it is what it is, dude. Be God, may God be with you, Bruh. So I sheepishly like open the door. He's not there. He, I assume he ran across to the BP across the road. Yeah. Then I beelined out, and the minute I got out, I was like, fuck, dude, I just cleaned a public toilet for no reason, dude. I can't <laughs> believe I did that. <laughs> Sanitized, like, the fuck out of my hands. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, went to went to Tamworth, stopped in. Um, I needed to get toothpaste. Oh, yeah. I stopped in at Coles, get some toothpaste. Mm-hmm. What type and, of toothpaste do you use? Uh, typically just one from Aldi. Because that's where we do most of our shops. Really? Um, but uh, I was traditionally a Colgate kind of guy. Yeah, I'm a Colgate, um, the one with like three colours in it. McLean's? Oh, no, that's a different brand. Yeah, yeah, that's um, a different one. So I was like the Colgate like triple action. Yeah. I rock that. Well, you'll you'll be disappointed to know that Tamworth Coles was selling cavity protection plus whitening for a standard tube for 10 bucks. 10 bucks. 10 bucks, cunt. What the fuck? I was like, what the fuck is going on here? I was like, no wonder so many people have bad oral fucking dental care in Tamworth, dude. Yeah. They can't afford to clean their teeth there. 10 bucks is fucking heaps it's for toothpaste. fucking outrageous, cunt. I was like, what the fuck, dude? And then all I could think was that feed your family a fool for under 10 bucks. What are you doing? Clean your teeth <laughs> and go to bed, cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, those go get a job, you little ingrates. Those fucking feed your family for ten bucks, man. I saw like this TikTok the other day. I where, think I've seen this. Yeah, where they like recreated the the meal from however many years ago, and th- the same meal that they were advertising for ten bucks now costs like thirty two bucks. Yeah, fuck Curtis Stone, dude. Yeah, fuck, fuck you, Curtis Stone. Stone. If you're watching this, Curtis Stone, fuck you, dude. Fuck you, cunt. Get a thick dick you- of the north up here, you dumb mongrel. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then that leads into Bellingen. Um, Hell yeah. Bello. Bello. Shout out to Bello. Beautiful place. Oh, it is a great spot. It's a great, lovely little town. Um, Ben Stevenson up there ran the gig. Great gig. Great man. Uh, Elliot, Elliot headlined. Yeah. Luke Dillon emceed. So it was good fun, dude. Uh, nothing too drastic to report of. Just a solid night in Bello. Yep. Go to Coffs Harbour the next day and they have a gig at the Coffs Hotel. So I rock up to the Coffs Hotel, go through to out the back where I see like all the comedians chilling and they're on like this outside area where there's a TAB. 
Sweet. And the TAB has like a little stage area. And then I was like, oh, this might be an outdoor gig. Oh. Did your heart sink when you thought that? Yeah. And then I had to mentally prepare for doing an outdoor gig and was just like, ah, oh, I suppose it is what it is. Have fun with it. Yeah. Which are the worst, dude? Outdoor gigs fucking suck. They do bro. suck. They're the worst, bro. You're not supposed to ever be doing... <laughs> You're not supposed to ever be doing comedy in a place that doesn't have four walls. No. No, dude. There's supposed to be no... You look like a... Outdoor area, nothing. You should never see the sky. Yeah, dude. The good Lord upstairs should not look down at you. No, bro. That's not for him. That's for us. Preaching filth. To the <laughs> yeah, to civilians, dude. No, no, no. No, the good Lord would be very upset. He would be. Um, so I have a chat to Ben, and I was like, "Oh, are we doing it out here?" He goes, "Nah, bro, come with me." Takes me through this sly room, has some curtains, pull the curtains back. Fucking sick room. Yeah, it's completely painted black. They've got a stage. There's a secret entrance for the comedians to come onto the stage. It can seat up to a hundred people. They're in the process of building the bar. Met the manager of the night, Tanya. She gave us these little free drink tickets. Yeah. So I was like, now you're talking my language. Prior to this, I had six beers before going to the show. (laughs) (laughs) And it wasn't like a conscious, I'm going to drink six beers. You just got out of hand. It was, I got a case of these four X's. I cracked one in the afternoon, you know, had a, had a slice of pizza had five more beers just through the process of getting ready. Mm-hmm. And then I looked down and I was like, you've drank six beers, cunt. But I was feeling grouse. Which I can see because, to be honest, these are fairly drinkable. Oh, these are great. These are nice, actually. They're heaps good. They're pretty fucking Shout decent, Shout out 4X, man. bitter. Shout out 4X, man. So, <clears throat> uh, I wasn't in my traditional lube spot. Ooh. I was second last. Or as Luke Dillon called it, the co-main event of the evening. That's sick, dude. That's what I was last night. Yeah. The sweet spot, dude. It is good. So everyone had kind of warmed him up. I was ducking out frequently to watch the Panthers versus Storm game. Mm-hmm. And when Panthers started running away with it, I was like, all right, I'm going back in to focus on comedy. Set went well, did some crowd work, had a good time. Uh, all the comedians there are chill and they all want to learn, which is good. Well, that is good, yeah. Yeah. So they're all like asking questions. Afterwards, just got fucking blind. Uh, so Scotty Fowler drove me there. Oh, yeah. And then was like, I could, I can drop you off. So I was like, thank you, sir. I didn't mean to have six beers before a show, but sometimes this happens on a Friday afternoon. Very funny, bro. He was telling me about this last night. Oh, was he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, me, Scotty, and uh, this chick uh, called Katie were just pretty much just hang hang in the room after the comedy show and just got fucking rat-eyed drunk. But every time we kept going up to the bar, Tanya would come up and have one of these free drink tickets for us. Oh, she's hooking you up. So, dude, I think I paid for maybe two drinks. Oh. And okay. then every time we <laughs> we gave one of these tickets, it was like Harry Potter. It just magically another one reappeared. At one point... I'm fairly certain we left them on the bar. We're like, yep, yeah, that'll pay for those drinks. The guy's like, cool. Then he just walked away. So I was like, and <laughs> 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 just took it. I was like, we're back. But Fuck yeah, yeah dude. dude, I fucking ended up being so drunk, dude. Yeah. Because when, when there's free piss, you just have no self-control. 
And no, what, because if it's free, it's for me. Yeah. If it's free, it's for me, dude. And then I tell you what what else happened. So Katie's like, do you want a beer? And I was like, yep, that'd be grouse. And I was like, I'll come with you and help carry. So I think this happened maybe once or twice where she ordered me a beer and then I ordered a beer. So then I had two drinks to like her one or Scott's one. Okay. So now I'm fucking trying to double pace The night's myself. starting to make sense, everyone. And then it got very slippery. And then I don't think I was too out of control. I think we just, <laughs> I think we just spoke comedy. It is, it is a fucking, certainly a black spot in my brain. You didn't start talking about the fucking upcoming referendum, dude? No, I don't think so. Maybe I talked about my excitement for the thick dick of the North, possibly. Hell yeah. And we got, <laughs> we got, we got home. I've like went to walk into my hotel room and just, Apparently just like stumbled. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> Scotty was like, I had no idea how drunk you were until I dropped you home. You couldn't walk straight. <laughs> and let me tell you, dude, 10 a.m. has never seemed like an earlier checkout in my life after consuming 427 beers and yeah. falling asleep at like midnight. It's too early at the fucking best of times, in my opinion. Oh, dude. Let alone when you've just been fucking shit faced. Let us check out at 11. Yeah, I, I reckon it should be midday. Yeah. It's got to be midday, bro. Well, check-in is what? At like 2 p.m.? 2. The fuck do you need two hours for, man? Yeah. Send them in there. Bop, bop, bop. And cleaners, most of them are on meth anyway. So if they just doubled down That's on true. the meth, they could clean way more productively. If they just upped their crystal meth intake, we wouldn't have to fucking check out so early. Yeah, you want me to set an alarm on a Saturday, dude? Get Come the fuck on, out bro. of here. And just get darker curtains. Yeah, okay. Get yeah. darker curtains, dude. I froth a hotel room when I can black that thing out. Oh, when they've got those big, thick, heavy blackout curtains? Yeah, they got some Bronco curtains shit, up there, dude. That's the shit, dude. Some Bronco <laughs> curtains? Yeah. They're big and they're thick, dude. Just big, thick dicks hanging off the fucking wall. Yeah, so you did a gig <clears throat> last night? Yeah, bro, I just did the club last night. I, uh... Um... <laughs> I fucking was, like, waiting until the last minute because I was watching... Fucking um, Brisbane Carlton, and that's so that started at like quarter past five. Yeah, so I was like, hey. "Fuck, am I gonna fucking get there on time?" I'm like waiting for the lineup, waiting for the lineup. Like it gets to halftime, I'm like, "Fuck, I gotta like jump in the shower." I jump in the shower, I get out. I'm like fully dressed, ready for as soon as basically the siren goes for me to go. Yeah, and I'm sitting there like waiting for a lineup on my phone, waiting for a lineup on my phone, and it just fucking didn't come, bro, bro. It was like. Quarter past seven before the line the lineup came through on the phone, and I was like fucking I was fucking tripping, and then it came up and it was like boom Taylor, second last of the night, and I was like, let's fucking Boys go, on. dude. I turned the fucking TV up. I watched the fucking Brisbane Lions get into the fucking <coughs> grand final. Good for them, dude. They've made like fucking. Five, like four or five prelims in the last like six or seven years, bro. They've yeah. just been one step away from it for so long. And now they're finally in, dude. And I'm pulling for them hard because Collingwood can suck my dick. Yeah, fuck Collingwood. But also I've seen Brisbane like just be super, super shit and have like players leave them every year because they don't want to fucking play for them. No one in the stands. And then now they're fucking one of the powerhouses of the comp. Playing in the grand final. And then I went to fucking... Went to went to the club, dude. I got a, I got up just as Elliot was going on stage. Elliot gets up, crushed. Yeah, right. It has a break. I'm having a drink and stuff like that. Uh, Julia Wilson was oh, yeah. emceeing. Excellent. So just 
High energy time. High energy, just bull diking her way through the fucking crowd work, dude. Getting the people so going. Sick. Dude, she's awesome. Oh, she's a great MC. She's dude. so fucking funny, man. Like, she just tore the fucking roof off the joint. So, it was, my spot was a layup. Yeah. Like, it was a genuine layup. Like That's the was, best when that happens. There was another um, comedian there. Michael Vincent was there. And he oh, basically, yeah. like, tapped me on the shoulder before. I went up just before I went up and he just goes, if you don't do well here, you fucking suck. (laughs) (laughs) I just looked at him and I laughed and I was like, definitely. He's like, he's like, seriously, if you fucking bomb right now, you should quit comedy. Cause this is like, just, this is a layup. It was just all all on fire. Yeah. Oh, you just had to go up and throw a bit of gasoline to keep it going. I went up there and I just, I had a fucking great set. Nice. I just ripped and tear dude. They were all about my fucking, um, my my bits about um, me possibly being retarded. They were very receptive of that, which excellent made me think about it a bit too much when I smoked weed afterwards. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he is. I was like, they were on board too quickly with that type of yeah. material. Actually, they took like three looks at me and they were like, "All yeah. right." They were downs for it. They were fucking downs for it. I have some sick tags. Um, I talked about. Um, you know, coming heaps and girls and filling them up. They love that. Oh, wow. Yep, they fucking love that. So I just had a great set. I'm, like, starting to do more, like, my bits are my bits, but I'm, like, incorporating, like, crowd work into that bit. Yeah, it's the way to go. So they just fucking, they loved it, bro. I got off stage. Everyone was like, you were fucking great. I was like, thank you. And then pretty much just went, put my fucking stuff in my pockets, man, shook everybody's hands and was just like... Peace. I'm fucking out, dude. I was probably in the building for a total of 25 minutes. Yeah. And then just fucking bounced, went home, fucking... And just fucking... Watch the Thick Dick of the North? I did watch the end of the Thick Dick of the North, yes. Because yeah. I watched it... Um, <clears throat> I was, like, watching it on my phone. I got KO on my phone. So I was, like, watching a little bit as I was like, in the club. And then I turned it off to, like, get myself in the headspace. And then afterwards, I fucking just popped it back up. Already had it on the TV as I was fucking... Walked in the door, dude, and then I just saw it, dude, and I was like, here it is, dude. Potential thick dick double penetration. Oh, dude. On the back of an absolute crush. Dude, last night I was fucking cheering. Oh, dude, I I was ready to go and just rip and tear somewhere. I was like, should I just go out and just find friends and just go fucking shred? Yeah, you, you what you need to do is you need to put your Broncos... And your fucking lion shit on. And just went, where do the winners drink? And just... (laughs) (laughs) And just go out to the town. Hey, where where do the the winners winners drink? drink? And everyone goes, what, cunt? Yeah. Mate, I need a beer. We'll take a quick break and uh, we'll be right back. We're back, bruh. We're back, dude. And you've cracked another Queensland beer, dude. I have. There's something in the air, dude. The Burley Big Head Premium No Carb Lager, because you know me, mate. I need to fucking start watching them. We, uh, we've we had these on the pod before. Yeah, we have. Yeah. And yeah. That's why I got them, because I saw them and I was like, mate, they're like 20 bucks, six pack. Yeah. I was like... <sighs> They'd be better if they were like 1.3 standard drinks. If they were 1.3 standards... Yeah. Burly big head, make them one point three, bro. At least get it up a little bit. 1. Yeah, one point one. I've got a real gripe with anyone that's like, it's a full strength beer and it's one point one. Yeah, you don't like it, do you? Fuck off, cunt. You don't like it. A full strength beer is one point three bare min, dude. <laughs> VB is bare a full min, stre- bro. VB is a full strength beer at one point four, and they're they're the goats. Yeah, we are drinking four uh, X, or I'm drinking four X. This beautiful maroon can, dude. 
it gets me so fucking rock hard looking at this. Yeah. And then drinking these, watching a double penetration. Yeah. Holy fuck. Let's start with the Lions because you obviously know a little bit more about AFL than me. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to sit here and claim that I'm the biggest Lions fan in the world. Matter of fact, at the start of the year, I was like, am I fully on board with the Lions? And I was like, yeah, I am. Yeah, I had to convince you to choose the Lions because you were fucking umming and ahhing about them. Yeah, because I kind because Carlton was the first game that I ever saw, Carlton versus Collingwood at the G. And I knew I couldn't go for Collingwood. So I had had a soft spot for Carlton for a very long time. Sure. And last year, I got on board the the Lions. And then this year, I was like, am I, am I? And then I went all in this year. Yeah, especially if your your other team's already the Bronx. Yeah, it so just makes ma- sense. It makes sense, man. Double up on Brisbane. That's sick, bro. And I know probably three players that play. I know Lockie Neal. Gun. Fucking bit of a hot boy. Bit of a hot boy too, Brownlow medalist. I know Charlie Cameron. Deadly brother. Deadly brother. One of the deadliest brothers in the game, actually. I've, I haven't seen too many more that are as deadly as him. And a no. great moustache. Great moustache. Every time he kicks a goal at the Gabba fucking Country Roads oh, plays. Dude, John Denver, classic. So sick, dude. Bruh. 36,000 packed. Yeah. Country Road. Take me home. So sick. What's the other player that you know? Uh, he's big. He's tall. He's lanky. He's a bit goofy, but he's got a good left foot. And uh, is it hip good? Eric Hipwood. Hipwood. Yeah, fucking yeah, hip yeah. Big fucking beanstalk, bro. Yeah. I think that right now, how you see him, dude, that's the thickest that he's ever looked in his life, bro. Oh, really? When he first was drafted, I'm pretty sure he was drafted in the, the Lions Academy. It was an academy pick. Yeah. Bro, you've never seen as skinny a person in your life, bro. Oh. Ne- this cunt is like, bro, the cunt's like six seven. Or something like that. Ridiculously tall. He came into the AFL at like 70 kilos. Damn. Bro, it was crazy, man. He looked like a stick figure. Our other boy, hot boy fucking Will Ashcroft. Oh, Will Ashcroft. Hey, shout out Will Ashcroft, bro. Dude, I tell you what. Paul Cunt did his ACL some time ago. Easily the best player, best young player in the comp. Would have won the Rising Star if he didn't do his ACL. Because Harry Harry Sheasel plays for North Melbourne. He won it because I think he just had a bigger body of work. But he's going to be an absolute fucking jet, bro. i tell you what. His younger like brother too, Levi Ashcroft, right now is a bottom ager. So he can't get drafted this year. He gets drafted next year. Already fucking killing it for is like... Is he coming to the Lions as well? Yeah, bro. He's yes! Because he's a father-son. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's the best rule. That like if Best rule, dude. If, if you, your dad played, like, bro, we've got you. Yeah. Yeah, That's and they good, just get him, bro. And he's going to be like top three draft pick as well. Oh, dude, that gets me so horny. Mm-hmm. I think that Will Ashcroft and Reese Walsh need to do like a fusion dance, like from fucking Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. And then just unleash Hot Boy on the world. They need to have like their own Hot Boy fragrance. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Called Thick Dick Fragrance. Yeah, dude. Double penetration. Double. <laughs> That's what it is. Thick Dick Double Penetration yeah. Fragrance by Reese Walsh and Will Ashcroft. Yeah, it's just Walsh X Ashcroft Double Penetration. And then you wear it and you're guaranteed and just, to and double just, penetrate. And it's just like one on the top, like one sort of doggy style on just a chick. Yeah. <laughs> Them high-fiving each other. <laughs> Oh, dude! So Hell yeah. I feel a bit sorry for our boy Charlie Cameron because he um he he missed a few goals. Look, he wasn't his deadliest, that's for sure, dude. He got a lot of fucking good looks in, but he just obviously didn't capitalize on them. But 
That's like one of the things about the Brisbane Lions though, is they're like, they're not a very accurate team. Like they're a team that fucking kicks a lot of behinds in most games. Yeah. Okay. But they just back themselves that like, they're going to get so many fucking scoring shots anyway, that like, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. They're going to end up kicking enough goals to win. And that happens most times. Like they leak points for like a top team. Like they still leak a lot of points, but they just back themselves. They're just like kick goals. Can't we're going to kick more than you. And they fucking do, bro. They yeah. finish second on the ladder, unbeaten at the Gabba all year. Yeah, no dude. one has fucking beaten them there. Absolute fortress. They have some just ripping players, bro. Fucking Cam Raider, number one draft pick a few years ago, finally just dominating, bro. Zach Bailey, sick little cunt running around with a fucking spiky haircut, and super we got fast. Kicking Irish rolls. dudes that play for us. Connor McKenna. Sick hunt, bro. Used Dude, to play so close, so close to Conor McGregor. So close, so, so close. close. See his little fucking like basketball bounce of the ball. Dude, he, that was fucking sick. He does this sick thing where, like, in Gaelic, instead of bouncing it, they got to like do the little kick to themselves. So like, yeah. every you know AFL every fifteen meters, you have to bounce. Gaelic sort of similar. I think it's every ten, but they have to like chip it to themselves. Dude, he does this fucking sick thing where. Like, you know in AFL how they, like, sell candy, so you go to, like, kick the ball, but then you, like, bring it in? Yeah. He will full, like, come out, drop the ball, and, like, the other players, like, the ball's left his hand, obviously going to be a kick, goes to smother, and then he just does a little chip back to himself, catches it, and runs off, bro. What a mad It's cunt. fucking sick, dude. <laughs> it's so sick. Yeah, so, dude, it was, fu- it was good to watch, and I'm not claiming that I'm responsible for this. But I want to let you know what happened. What happened? Sometime at the start of the year, I bought a new Thick Dick of the North, genuine Thick Dick of the North cap, golfer style cap. And when I put it on, you may remember a few weeks ago, listeners may remember, Brisbane were playing the Raiders and I had my brother-in-law in town. I'd done a gig. I came back. Raiders were winning. I went and threw on the 92 jersey and the lucky cap. And I go, now that I've got this on, you're fucked. Brisbane then scored every point one. Yep. Lions were down by five goals. And I'm texting my mate. Who yeah, hey, tell you what. Let's talk about bad start. Yeah, dude. Not a good start, dude. So I was texting my mate. He's also a, a Lions and Broncos supporter. And I was like, dude, I don't know if it works cross code. But I've got my, I had my Brisbane Lions jersey on underneath my 98 uh, Broncos mm-hmm. jersey. And I went and I grabbed my uh, my Thick Dick of the North cap and I go, I've got the lucky hat on. It's going to turn around. Yep. And the second I put it on, big fucking string bean, left string foot, bean. Yeah. bang, dude. And then it was just... You know, it wasn't all over from there, but in my heart, I could feel that the tide was turning. Bro, I reckon in like halfway through the second, they kicked one and then Irish boy, Conor McKenna, fucking kicked one. And I was like, all right. And then I could just see that fucking, like I said to you at the start of the game, I was like, fucking Brisbane had want to fucking put their head over it and win a fucking contest in the middle. Otherwise they just, because they were just walking it out of the fucking middle, bro, down their end. And then I was like, and then I saw like, there was this like one-on-one contest, I think between like D- Dane Zorko and some other fucking gay cunt. And he just fucking ran in and you know what he did, dude? He put his fucking head over it and they fucking went bang, dude. And he just had the ball and he fucking ran off. And I went, that's a fucking big contest right there. Go straight down there. Fucking Joey Danaher on the lead. Boom, slots it. And I go, four, 
one more here and it's fucking on, bro. Dude. And then, bro, literally the next play of the game, just fucking straight down the end, through the sticks, and I was like, here it comes. Carlton will lose from here because Carlton are gay. Their um their fans were fucking loud. Yeah. Early on, dude. They're one of the biggest clubs in the country. Like early on, I was like, holy shit, there is they are going on a rampage. Yeah. Carlton's one of those teams. Carlton and Collingwood are definitely like two of the teams where it doesn't matter like where they play in the country. They have supporters like fucking everywhere. everywhere. So like heaps of their supporters will always turn up. And, That's it's, what, a, and it's a prelim, like cunts fucking fly up. Oh yeah, dude. I know people that flew from Melbourne up there to watch it. Mm. And they were like, if it's a Collingwood Carlton grand final, look out Melbourne. That's definitely conspiracy theory had on right at the moment. That's definitely what fucking the AFL wanted. Dude, because there was some 50-50 calls that just did Absolutely not go the Lions way. I was like, bro. what? My mate was messaging me. He's like, they're fucking, the refs are in on this. He's like, this mm-hmm. is fucked. Um, Same with the fucking the night before, bro. Fucking GWS got absolutely robbed a few fucking times uh, in the last like five minutes of the game. That was a close game. There were some big non-calls. Those are the ones that kill you. Not the calls that happen, the ones that they just let go. Yeah. Those are the ones that fucking kill you, bro. They wanted a Collingwood-Carlton What about that cunt that just like ran the ball into his own goal like for uh, Carlton last night? And that should have been a free kick to the Lions. Yeah. And, he f- and they were just like, ah, he didn't do that on purpose. They put the whistle away. Yeah. It's like funny. It's it's very annoying because like throughout the season, especially in the first half of the season, NRL the whistle's well. in the mouth for fucking everything, yeah. bro. So the players get to the end of the season and they're like conditioned to a certain way of playing. And then they get to finals and they're just like, nah, you can pretty much, hey, it's the 80s again. And Dude. you get to just fucking play Origin. Football. Origin and NRL finals do the exact same thing. And everyone's like, oh, the quality of the game is unreal. Do that all year round. Yeah. Do it year round and then we'll be beaten off for fucking half the year. We'll be jacking off at how good sport is. Bro, that's exactly what I was fucking talking about last night, dude. Yeah, I was talking about this last night to a mate of mine. I was going like... If they know that it makes for a better product in the finals when it really matters to fucking let it go a little bit, just let then it go. why don't you just have a better product for the whole year? Don't do this. No. It's, it's gay. It's fucked. But fucking how sick is that 20th anniversary of Collingwood v Brisbane in the grand final 2003? Ooh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, bro. Was that the year? Did Was that the start of the... That was the end of the Brisbane. That was the end. Of, yeah, it was two thousand one, two and three. Yeah. Two thousand and one, they beat Essendon, who won the grand final before in two thousand. Yeah. So they were going to go back to back, come up against the rampaging Lions, dude, and just got fisted, fisted, bro. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> fucked. Then two thousand two, Collingwood, Brisbane. Yeah. Brisbane win. Next year, Collingwood, Brisbane again, dude. Collingwood come back to fucking avenge what happened to him, dude. But guess what they ran into? Just a, a fucking thick dick. thick dick. Dude. They got thick dicked two years in a row, oh, bro. Two that, years in a row. So that three gets me people so on. horny, dude, that 20 years later they might get dicked again. Because Collingwood, I don't know if you know this, but like there's a thing in AFL, it's called the Collie Wobbles. Oh, like they kind of shit the bed a bit? They shit the bed. So like when they get to finals, they just fucking capitulate, bro, and they just fucking... They, they always do it, bro. 
Let's hope that thick dick just backed off. Unfortunately, so they hard. didn't do it against St Kilda in 2010. That would have been a fucking great time for the Wobbles to come, but they fucking they didn't. Suddenly, didn't ha- it wasn't too much of a fucking problem then. They drew that and then played again the next week. They right? drew it, yeah. Like we were. Why not do extra time cuts, bro? We'll get. You know what's funny, dude? Now they do. Yeah, because pretty much from that time, like literally a year or two later, they were like, "This is retarded." Yeah, and they just fucking now they whatever. And if if it was gonna be extra time, St Kilda would have easily won. Yeah, Nick Revolt had his fucking. Dick out, ready to go. Had his dick out, bro, ready to go. Not unfucking, <laughs> not <laughs> unlike him, dude. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it was fucked up. But that was just one of those ones where it was like we were like an old team that like had finally like got there, and they just threw everything into it, and then they had to come back the next week. And Collingwood were just like full of young throbbers, and they yeah. just ran over the top of us, dude. Fuck. Speaking of young throbbers, dude, the hot fucking hot boy Reese Walsh, hot boy, had me. Pitch intense. I was watching. I was watching the game in bed on the iPad. Just, yeah. Dude, at one point I had to like try push it down so I could see the iPad just because it was just, <laughs> the tent was pitched. I was like, this is outrageous, dude. You're you're fucking your viewers instructed. Though. Oh, dude. So like he throws an intercept like early on, and he's like, fuck. Warriors had two quick tries, and I'm sitting there going, the fuck happened to our defense? Because Warriors were up first, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Warriors scored, then Brisbane scored, then Warriors scored again, and then the Bronx were just like, "Nah, bro, we're not happen- We're not. This ain't happening." And Hot Boy Reese Walsh just started rampaging on cunts. Yeah, dude, he fuck. He is fast. He's bro. electric, dude. He's so fucking fast. You know how man. like The Rock used to say that he's the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Reese Walsh is like, hold my thick dick. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, bro. The fucking Rock has never fucking DP'd a chick with Will Ashcroft. Yeah, He's never done that. No, dude. He has not. Um, fuck, yeah. Like, their defense had me a little bit worried early in the game. But then Kevy was raging, dude. And, like, pulled him in the sheds and was like, listen here, you cunts. Gave him a spray? Oh, big time spray. And was like, fuck, sort your defense out. Dude, we just started offloading the ball. Like, it was going out of fashion. It was hot potato shit. Oh. They hadn't done this all year. I was no like, composure. what the fuck is doing? I don't know if it was a game plan of them being like, if we just offload the ball and just tie these cunts out, we'll just fist them, which is exactly what happened. Because yeah. eventually they went on to, like, just get so fatigued that they couldn't keep up. And what I think it is, is Sean Johnson, typically a very, like, he's a classical handsome guy. Yeah, he's a good-looking bro. Cool bro from New Zealand as well. Like if he started following your missus on Instagram, you'd be a little bit worried. Yeah, like if he started if he started liking your missus stories, you'd, you'd just be, start packing the bags. Oh fuck. Like I'm Ugh, all right. I'm out of action here. Yeah. But there's being classically handsome mm. and then there's just being fucking hot. And Reese Walsh is so fucking hot, dude, that he was like, bruh, handsome doesn't beat hot. Hot always wins. Hot is like the house. It always wins, dude. It sure does, yeah. And fuck. I was just beaten off, dude. I was like, I don't who needs Pornhub? Just watch mm. Reese Walsh highlights and just jerk your dick to that. Yeah. Cause you know what, dude? Because handsome is kind of like a decision you make. You make a decision of whether or not someone is handsome or yeah, not. Dude. Hot's undeniable. But hot is just it's undeniable biological fucking urge to just come, dude. And that's what Reese Walsh was doing all over the fucking defense. Oh, dude, he was fucking... The way he fucking makes up ground to hit the hole 
from like where he is in the line it's fucking is outrageous. fucking unreal, bro. And then he scares everyone. Like every defender's like, oh fuck, what's this cunt gonna do? They're like, they can't close the gap fast enough when it is there because the way he just hits it, like hits the ball, is fucking. I was like watching it and I watched like a replay of him and I'm just sitting there going like, cunt. There's maybe a handful of other players in the comp that would have been able to hit that gap before it closed. Oh, yeah. He's and you're fucked. like, fuck, cunt. He, um, that little ball that he got from Ezra Man. Yeah. When he just runs through, like, what is a hole that is closing, but he just goes, boop, just mm-hmm. slips straight through there and then sets Walters up on the inside. So, yeah, fucking party town in Brisbane last night. I would have done, dude, name a crime. I would have done it. Hell yeah, To dude. be at the Caxton last night. Oh, yeah. Dude. Dude, imagine how, how much fucking... Fuck. Imagine how much better these would have tasted mm. being in Brisbane last night after a fucking double penetration, dude. Dude, there might have literally been a fucking coward punch for every try I scored last night. Oh, because the, the New Zealand Warriors have a massive fan base in Brisbane as well. Yeah. So undoubtedly there was some brawls happening. For sure. Yeah. Instead of say, people saying up the wires, there would have been a few fuck the wires, then it would have just... Good, clean fun. Yeah. And then just some fucking good, clean then you fun. Would, then dude. you would have ran into a Sole that didn't appreciate that and he yeah. would have fucking bitched you. Yeah, there might have been a, like a couple of people who were like, you know, they might have been, they might have cowed punched some fucking Eels fans. You know what I mean? They might have cowed oh, punched yeah. some fucking Cradala fans, but then when there was the Wars there, they were like, all right, maybe the cowed puncher will put yeah, that away. We'll, for, leave, we'll, we'll put that it. away for next week. We'll let that slide and say, hey, guys, you're our second favourite team. Because that's what you got to say to the Warriors. You're our second favourite team because you can't punch on with a fucking Maori and expect mm. to win. And aren't they kind of even the most people's second team Everyone anyway? People like them. Yeah, people love them. How do you, like, because... Up the Wars. Dude, quit, uh, fucking... New Zealanders are just sick cunts. Yeah, they are. They are sick. If you're ever traveling as an Australian and you meet a Kiwi who's also traveling, that guy just automatically becomes your best friend. Yeah, for sure. How we are America's favorite cousin, New Zealand is our favorite cousin. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like every American loves Australians and we will just ride or die for the Kiwis. Yeah, for sure, dude. Love to fuck them up if like in sporting terms... When we can. Yeah, we love getting on, getting one over on Little Brother. Yeah. We do. Except for rugby. Except for rugby. They're except kings. for rugby, dude, because actually rugby is gay, so yeah. we don't really care about it too much. No dude. one watches, dude. No one <laughs> no one watches, bro. Hey, no one's going to fucking buy stand sport to watch the oh, Wallabies lose dude, to Fiji. Dude. <laughs> who fucking cares? Who cares? And the who funniest cares? thing is like, I, have, I have a mate who, he's one of these guys. His dad, born in New Zealand. His mum, born in Australia. Him, born in Australia. Mm-hmm. He goes for the All Blacks. Right. And then every fucking Bledisloe for the past 30 years. Mm. Oh, we fucking smashed you, mate. We smashed you. And it's like, dude, I'd care if I watched. <laughs> I may be upset if you weren't one of 16 people watching the fucking yeah. the rugby yeah. World Cup, dude. Yeah, bro. How funny is it that like a full-blown World Cup is going on right now, dude, and you don't hear a fucking thing about it and no one gives no. a fuck? The Matildas came forth and they're like, let's erect a statue. 
And the Rugby World Cup is happening right now, and it's not even on back page news. Literally because no one gives a fuck. No, rugby's dead. Rugby is full-blown dead. In like 10, 15 years, it will barely even really be a sport. Bro. It it's going to go bankrupt because, it, one, because it fucking sucks. Um, two, because it's only like gay private school boys yeah, that that's like play it, it. So they're not getting any, bro, we know this about athletes, dude. Poverty breeds champions, dude. And you're not going to have that killer instinct that translates to like a spectacle that everybody wants to watch. If you know, your parents paid 50 grand a year to send you to a fucking all boys private school. Exactly right. No one gives a fuck about Poverty that. Poverty breeds champions. I want my football players to come from housing commissions, dude. I want them to be like, it's football or prison. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And I say that as an AFL boy, knowing full well that 90% of the AFL comes from really prestigious private schools. Yeah. But we're not talking about that. That's, that's already that's, that's already there. We're talking about the rugbies here. That's why AFL did have the nickname Gay AFL as well. Yes. Because it comes from all boys private schools. And it comes in boys from all private schools. It sure fucking does, dude. That's so why I'm jealous. Rugby league, thick dick of the north, double penetration. Get around it. Get a fucking around it. We'll have a quick break. We'll be right back. Bang, big man. Hey, we're back. You found something that was uh, pretty interesting that you would like to talk about. Yeah, bro. Um, Throughout the week, there was a, a fighter pilot who was um flying one of the... Sick as fuck F-35s. Yeah. Elite killing machines, these things, dude. They fucking fly around all the time where I work, dude, and it's very fucking sick to see them. But this cunt... Uh, Is he an Aussie? No, he's a, an American guy. Um, He was flying around and, like, something happened. There was, like, some type of, like, malfunction or whatever, and he fucking ejected... Out of had to eject out of the fucking plane. What? So the plane just went down, bro. This can't. They lost the fucking jet. Oh, he had a whoopsie. He had a fucking whoopsie, dude. One hundred and forty million dollars of fucking military equipment, dude. Didn't know fucking where it went, and the fucking military were trying to find it for fucking ages, bro. Sometimes you have a whoopsie, dude. Yep, and they were just like, "Look, we don't know where this fucking jet is, dude." Doesn't it have a fucking tracker in it or a GPS or some shit? I think that that's what most people would assume. Yeah. But then they fucking didn't know where it was. Dude, this fucking pilot had to go to some random person's house and knock on the door so that he could, like, use a phone to, like, call 911. Yeah, there's some shady... There's some shady business going on here. Yeah, dude. He had to... Bro, he was at fucking... um, Descending with a parachute from 2,000 feet. So it was high that he ejected. And then fucking fucked his back, dude. And then on... This is the... Was bro, he over the ocean or anything? like, Bro, the, do you want to hear the transcript of the 911 call? He, just, he calls up and just goes, Ma'am, a military jet crashed. I'm the pilot. We need to get the rescue rolling. And then the person goes, Where is it? Where's the... Basically, like, where's the jet? And he goes, I'm not sure where the airplane is. It would have crash-landed somewhere. I ejected. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, dude. The pilotless fighter jet kept flying for 60 miles. 
What? Yeah, dude, at an altitude of a thousand feet before crashing in a rural area near downtown Indiana. So they found it. They did find it. They found it eventually, dude. But it took the military more than a day to find the debris field after asking people on social media for help. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, can you imagine being some cunt in Indiana just hanging out fucking chewing corn or whatever they do in Indiana? Yeah, dude. That's and you're on your property and then you just see a plane just descending directly towards your field slash house and you're like... Dude, it's 9-11 all over again, but they're coming for rural Indiana this time. Yeah, that, that's so funny too because rural Indiana people will be like, I knew that they were coming for us. They hate our freedom. Yeah. He tried to take my land. He's trying to take my freedom. Dude, eyewitnesses on the ground reported seeing the plane flying almost inverted about 800 feet in the air before hearing a loud boom. Holy fuck, How fucking dude. scary would that be, dude? If you were just chilling, dude... In fucking basically 1940, which is what Indiana is. Yeah. And just a giant, like, death machine described by fucking Lockheed Martin as, like, literally the most highly capable flying death machine that they have ever fucking produced. The stealthiest plane that they have. Something that at its size and weight, its maneuverability and what it can fucking do in the air is fucking unmatched. That's hectic. And you just see one of these things, dude. <laughs> With, like, the top canopy off because some kind of ejected. Yeah. Just fucking... Yeah, you'd be like, these stunts are getting out of control. You what is this guy doing? <laughs> Dude, these air shows are getting crazy. <laughs> I didn't know there was no air show on today. Dude, what a fucking dumbass. Well, that, that reminds me of... Speaking of dumbasses. Yeah, speaking a lot of dumb, of Speaking of dumb dogs. You see that guy that was doing a wingsuit out of the plane? And jumped out of the plane with his wingsuit on, then got sucked back in, hit the fucking wing of the plane, got decapitated, then just fell. Decapitated. Decapitated. Clean (laughs) off. Bro. What a dumbass. What a fucking stupid cunt. So he just jumped out. Obviously, the wind caught him. Took him back into the fucking wind. And he just... Wing, sorry. And just... Game over. Chopped his head off. Yeah. And it got me thinking... Who invented wingsuits? How many people died before you got it legit? Bro, it would have to have been like some type of like Scandinavian. You know what I mean? You know when you see like all of those videos of people doing like the wildest shit? It's always some type of like Northern European. Yeah, they've always got a strange accent. He's like, I just wanted to climb to the tallest building in the world just to see what was happening. Yeah, all of those like parkour guys and like climbing, like tall abandoned shit, wingsuit, base jumping guys. They're all like Europeans, dude. You know what it is, dude? Because they've conquered so much of life, it's still in their DNA. Just to be wild. That they have to, like, it, it manifests in, like, I'm going to climb the tallest building in the world with no ropes and yeah. shit. Hey, Sven, what are you doing Saturday? Want to climb a tall building with me? Like, yeah, that shit, dude. What are you doing, cunts? They, like, fucking all, like, climb up, like, abandoned, like, towers, like, telephone towers and shit that are, like, fucking... A kilometer in the air. And Those shit. videos, dude, make my hands so sweaty. They watching. Would. Yeah, you don't like that shit, eh? You no, hate I'm, heights. I'm scared to jump out of bed in the morning. Like, <laughs> I yeah. have to psych myself up. I'm like, dude, you're all good. I need one of those Japanese beds. It's like this high from mm. the ground. 
Yeah, I fucking hate heights, dude. Yeah. And that's why I think, like, these people that have, like, wingsuits, you just must, part of you must just want to die. There must be a part of that. There must be a part of you that's like, I no, I no longer fear death. Well, it actually got me thinking, now that we're talking about crazy plane shit, there was a, I saw another video on Instagram of a guy that done, like, repeated jumps in a day mm. of doing just, like, fucking skydiving. And on the last dive of his day, he'd just done so many that he forgot to pack a parachute. So he just had an empty backpack on and one dude jumped out, like was doing a tandem skydive. He jumped out and is like throwing the shuckers up and you see this guy like pull his chute and go up and the guy looks. Then he's like, (laughs) trying to pull the cord and then you just hear him go, fuck. Oh, shit. He realized that he didn't have a parachute in. Right. And it's like, these are the last moments of his life. I was like, do we really need to see this? How do you not know that you've not got a parachute? Surely you oh, feel the weight or something. Fucking hell cut. I don't know. I was like, I at one moment, I'm looking at a chick with nice jugs. The next minute, I'm looking at a puppy. And I'm like, fuck, both of these are awesome. And then I see some cunt jump out of a plane and die. I was like... That's enough internet for me today, boys. Yeah, the internet will do that to you, man. Like, I I feel the same way, dude. Like, I get, like, you know, three or four videos of, like, sick shit. Yeah. And then it'll just be, like, you know, some, like, GoPro, like, fucking low-budget GoPro footage of, like, the war in Ukraine. And it's just, like, some dude who's, like, clearly had no military training before in his life. Puts through, like, a two-week boot camp (laughs) in, like, the Ukraine. And the next thing you know, dude, he's, like, fucking... Fighting the Kremlin. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, like as soon as any shots are fired, they're all just like, oh, fuck. Ah! <laughs> Shit's getting real. And they fucking run around, dude. And then a fucking RPG just fucking blows up like an, a post office or some shit. I think we've, I think we've spoken about this off air, maybe at the club. My favorite video at the moment, my favorite Instagram follow is the South African guy that's just friends with lions. Yeah. You have told me about Bro, this. Bro, he is the fucking... That cunt is the best. I don't know his name. I need to I need to find him. But he just pops up in my feed of time to time when he's like, Today brother we're gonna go see what Snowy's doing. Haven't seen Snowy in about a week, so let's see what he's doing. He just pulls up in a fucking land cruiser and just hops out and he's like, Snowy, Snowy bud, where are you? Where are you, Snowy? And then this six hundred pound fucking white lion just comes marauding down to him. And hugs him like a dog that has just been like, bro, where have you been all day? That's so fucking scary, bro. Oh, it's scary, but part of that looks fucking sick. It does. There would be, you would for sure think that you were like the sickest cunt if you had like a giant fucking lion that was your friend. Oh, bro. That didn't rip your fucking head off. Hey, dude, that's all I want. Fuck comedy. Fuck a house. Fuck heaps of money. I just want to be friends with a lion, dude. Well, like, I would feel good homeboys enough. I would feel good enough about myself that I wouldn't have to do stand-up. Yeah, dude. If I had, like, a lion that was my friend, I'd be like, oh, this is this is gay. Dude, if you wanted to fuck anyone in the world and you were mates with a lion, like, you wouldn't need a pickup line. You wouldn't need money. You'd just be like, want to see me hanging out with my best friend, Snow? Yeah. Snow is a beautiful boy. Have a look at him. And then... You just play the video. Have you mm. been like, Snowy, boy? <laughs> I'm Where dominant, are you, Snowy? I'm dominant over one of the world's greatest hunters. You know, Predators, dude. You know, the king of what the jungle. What do you think I'm going to do to your pussy? <laughs> 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 
Baby, I wrangle, I wrangle massive pussies every day. Every fucking day. Every day, day I wrangle pussies. I'm, if they're the king of the jungle, I'm the fucking god of the jungle. Imagine what I would do to your pussy. It would be a tsunami in your punani, baby. <laughs> Bro, a tsunami sick. in your punani, yeah, dude. dude. That's a good one. That's a good one. Bit of wordplay for the boys. Um, should we do a Sunday roast, dude? Yeah, let's do one. Fucking Sunday roast. The Sunday roast. Brother, now I just want to talk in a South African accent. South African. I didn't find out what this bitch's name is. But my Sunday roast for the week is a lady that called her baby legally. Named her child Methamphetamine Rules. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Methamphetamine Kat? Rules. Which, hey, it probably does. I am, look. I'm not I've into ruining my life, but I've heard good things. I've not, I've not done it, so I can't personally comment on it. But let me say, from the amount of people every single day that are continuously ruining their lives for it, it, it must, must be rule. pretty fucking sick. It must it rule. It must fucking rule. So this was an Australian journalist wanted to test her country's naming rules by giving her child an unusual name. She opted for methamphetamine rules, which she thought would be rejected per The Guardian, which is a newspaper here. But it was approved and it will now stay on the birth register forever, even if the kid's name is legally changed. Now, I can agree to a certain point that you should just be like, what can we get away with naming our kids? For sure. Going ahead and doing it. Like, couldn't you, couldn't she have just figured out by being like, can we just call the child methamphetamine rules? Yeah, and then they'd be like, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Okay, sick. Well, I'm not going to do that. I just want us to know what I could get away with. I'll call her Rosie instead. Like, fuck me dead. I'm pretty sure the only... Names you can't call your kid in Australia is Jesus and Hitler. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that that's the only two ones that you can't call it. Is it? We'll yeah, have to is there any research. other? There, there might be some others. Yeah, dude. I, I Can you call your kid like, you can definitely call your kid Osama, but you can't call your kid like Bin Laden. No. And <clears> I like have Stalin. No, I have noticed a drop off in Glenn's. Big job off in Glens. Don't many, see many young Glens. Not many Gavins. No, not Gavins. many young Gavins. Don't see many Gavins. Um, yeah, what are some other unusual names that you don't really see too often anymore? It's funny that names go out of fashion. Maud. Maud. <laughs> I really like my name, Maud. Maud. <laughs> I got no foreskin, but it's actually made my dick less sensitive. So when I fornicate with women, I can last longer. <laughs> bro, some names are fucked, bro. Because I used to like work in schools and like some of the names that some of these fucking kids have, you're just like, fuck, man, your parents hated you. Oh, yeah. Hated. I um I taught a girl whose name was for like for real. Her name was Hermione. Oh, God, dude. I got a... There was one... Has uh, there ever been a Hermione before Hermione? Is that a made-up name that fucking J.K. Rowling's made up? I don't know. I I Put it this way, dude. I've never met or heard of anyone actually called Hermione. 
that wasn't like younger than like 20. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like people would have like seen the movie or like at least read the books. Oh, dude. Well, what about when Game of Thrones was popping? Yeah. And there was like an upkeep in or uptake in people naming their daughters Daenerys. Daenerys, yeah. Before seeing how the movie ends or the fucking- she's just a psycho. It's like, oh, (laughs) she's a psycho bitch that wants to fucking kill everyone. Yeah, dude. They just wanted to fucking- People want to name- (laughs) <laughs> People want to name their beautiful young daughters after someone who just gets fucking rammed by Jason Momoa oh. and then kills villages of people. What a fucking trip. What a, fuck, what a world we live in. Dude. What a fucking world we live in, dude. I think about it sometimes, man. Like, I want to fucking name. Do you think about, like, things that you would name your kid? Like, Lil yeah, Bish. Funny. I'll just call him. I'm just going to name him legally Lil. L-I-L. Bishy, Bishop. I always thought it would be Little funny. Bishop. I always thought it would be funny to like, you know how people, um, like their names are places. So like girls will be named like India or someone will be called yeah. like London or like Boston or Dakota yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It'd be funny Houston. to like, it'd be, yeah, it'd be funny to like call your kid like after like a place, but it's like just like, corn bong. <laughs> <laughs> Call your kid Casino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call your kid fucking Tugging on Cough Tree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Call him Woi Woi. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Like, it'd be so funny to just call your kid Indianapolis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just call your kid, like, fucking. <laughs> just call your kid, like, fucking. Redfern. Um, <laughs> Redfern. <laughs> Just call your kid Kansas City. Yeah. Dude, fuck, that's hilarious. Yeah, dude, that'd be so funny to call your kid like Gold Coast Coftry. Yeah, dude. <clears throat> like a young Goldie. Young Goldie? Um, Should we wrap it up, mate? Yeah, mate, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Let's get the fuck out of here. Guys, thank you for tuning in. Uh, pleasure to be here, as always. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like young Taylor Coftry to... Let everybody know what he's got coming up in the world, bruh. Um, what do I have going on? I don't even know what I've got going on, dude. Uh, yeah, um, I think the, the 9th and 10th of October, I'll be at the Newcastle Comedy Club. Uh, the 27th and the 28th, uh, both of us will be at Good Chat Comedy Club. And then, honestly, at the moment, I don't think I have anything booked until, like, the 10th of November. I'm going to be at fucking Breaking Comedy in Western Sydney. So, Oofed. come to that. Western Sydney. Uh, you know, fuck Western Sydney for the next week, I'll say. You know, Penrith. I'm not, yeah, vi- fuck I'm Penrith. not vibing them at all. Um, mate, thank you so much for coming on. Make sure you follow Taylor on Instagram at Taylor Coftry. Give myself a follow at Bradley Bishop with an underscore at the end. As always, don't forget to smoke weed every day and enjoy this very special outro, you cunts. Hey! Hey! Who are we? We're the Broncos, the mighty Broncos. We can find it every second till the end. We're the Broncos, the greatest team on earth. We're the heart of all Queensland. Never stop, we never end. On and on.
off at the next station, you fucking panther cunts. I'll see you in a week, b-